Hey, what's up everybody? It's Norm. It is November 20th, 2018, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org, International Christian Concern. High caste Hindus force church in to close in western Nepal. Using threats and social pressure, high caste Hindus, including local Brahmins, forced a newly planted church in the Palpa district of Nepal to shut, da of Nepal to shut down. According to members of the Paklua, Paklua Eternal Life Church, they are now forced to worship in secret or face further harassment. For two months, worship services at Paklua Eternal Life Church, which was planted nine months ago, were disturbed by local Brahmins. Initially, the Brahmins objected to the worship music at the church. When the church spot stopped its worship music program, the Brahmins then objected to the practice of taking communion. Eventually, the Brahmins threatened that they would accuse Pastor Tufani Bar, head of the Paklua Eternal Life Church, of converting local villagers to Christianity. Following this threat, the church was forced to close its doors. Christians in Nepal have reported a growing trend in persecution. In August 2018, the Nepalese government enacted a law that criminalized any act that caused someone to convert from one religion to another. Since the enactment of this law, Hindu radicals have threatened to use it against Christians as a means of limiting the growth of Christianity. So when you're dealing with a government that literally passes a law that takes away our ability to uh, fulfill the Great Commission, it makes it pretty hard for a church to maintain and, and do what God has called them to do in that area. Unfortunately, this church closed their doors. Uh, because of fear of imprisonment and beating and so on for this pastor and the church community uh, as a whole by these uh, high caste Hindus, the Brahmins that were in the area. So um, again, we just we see example after example of whether they're dealing with just local religions that are persecuting churches and, and Christians around the world, or if they're dealing with oppressive governments, or in situations like here in Nepal, or in different parts of the Middle Eastern word, world where Sharia is, uh, is the prevailing uh, thought and justice system, it makes it very hard um, to deal with when you've got either one or the other or both stifling the work of the church. So let's pray for one for this pastor that he would have the boldness to to replant this church for the uh, the believers in the area that they would be willing to come back and publicly worship in the face of persecution God as he uh, as as they want to um, worship him and he as he deserves to be worshipped excuse me so keep praying for them uh jumping over to our world watch list for today it's actually india uh number 11 it's india a few facts uh region is asia persecution type religious nationalism persecution level extreme population 1 billion 342 million 513 thousand of those, about 63 million of those are Christians. Main religion is Hinduism. The government is a federal parliamentary, parliamentary republic. And the leader is Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Where the persecution comes from in India. 
While the source of Christian persecution in India depends on the location within the country, most of it comes from a variety of Hindu radical groups and organizations, including the Bharatiya Janata Party, BJP, Rashtriya Swayamsevak Sangh, RSS, Shiv Sena, or Vishya Hindu Parishad, VHP. Hindu radicals also dominate the central government in New Delhi. In Muslim-majority areas, Christians experience persecution at the hands of the Muslim-majority. In the poorer regions of the country, Bihar, Jharkhand, and Chhattisgarh, the Naxalite movement, Maoist rebels, also persecute Christians. How Christians are suffering. Because Hindu radicals view Christians as outsiders, Christianity in India is more in more danger than ever before. These radicals are intent on cleansing the nation of both Islam and Christianity and employ violence to this end. Usually converts to Christianity experience worse persecution and are constantly under pressure to return to Hinduism. Campaigns known as Gar Wapsi or Homecoming are used to get Christians to denounce to denounce their newfound faith. These converts are often physically assaulted and sometimes killed for refusing to deny Christ. The government continues to look away when religious minorities are attacked, indicating that violence may continue to increase in the coming years. A couple of examples. In November 2016, a pastor and his family showed the Jesus film to people in their village. When they returned home, it had been burned down. In March 2017, U.S.-based Christian charity Compassion International ended its activities in India because of increasing governmental restrictions. Since the pro-Hindu BJP party came to power in 2014, radical Hindu groups have accused Christian charities of attempting to convert Hindus. In May 2017, six pastors were arrested at a meeting, a prayer meeting in a believer's home in the village of Salampur in Uttar Pradesh. The pastors were charged with disturbing the peace, creating hostility between religions, and attempting to incite a riot. Some ways that we can pray for India. In recent years, Hindu organizations have become more aggressive, claiming that India belongs to Hinduism. Pray for Christian converts from Hinduism who are forcefully pressured to return to Hinduism. Pray with Christians in India for God's provision and protect, protection over them as they bodily evangelize in states with anti-conversion laws. Pray that they will be wise in their evan, in, evan, evangelism efforts. Pray for Christian girls placed under house arrest by their families because of their faith. Ask God to encourage them in their faith and pray that their families would come to know the Lord. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your gospel. Thank you for the fact that Christ came and died and paid the penalty for our sin and that that is sufficient and that is that is a powerful enough gospel that, that men and women around the world are willing to stand in the face of persecution, uh, beating, imprisonment, and, and sometimes death without wavering and refusing to renounce your name or your gospel or their faith, Lord. So we we continue to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. We continue to pray that your gospel would go forth and draw in more converts willing to stand through persecution uh, for your namesake, Lord. We lift up this pastor in this church um, in this area of Nepal, Lord. We I do pray that you would call that pastor back to ministry. Give him the boldness to once again plant this church and and worship you publicly, Lord. And I pray that that even though that, that brings almost certain persecution with it, I pray that you protect 
him and his his church members, God, uh, be glorified in the replanting of this church uh, there in Nepal. Father, we pray for uh, Christian converts from Hinduism who are pressured by their family and their friends to, to return to Hinduism. Father, pray that you would just strengthen their faith, uh, help them to, to know that, that you are the firm foundation which they stand on, and that is unwavering, Lord. Uh, strengthen their faith and, and be with them. Uh, we pray for your provision and protection over these India, these Christians in India, Lord, as they evangelize, as they go from town to town and place to place, sharing your good news with those people who would try, who would be willing to hear it. Pray that they will be wise and pray that you protect them um, against anti-conversion laws and uh, against public uh, um, and local persecution. God, I pray for these Christian girls that are, are placed under house arrest by their families because they convert to their faith in Christ. Um, uh, just pray that you protect them, strengthen their faith, encourage them, and use them to draw their families to know you. And uh, God, again, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for um, your word. We thank you for uh, technology like this where we can uh, proclaim a month to be an awareness month for, for your persecuted church, Lord. And we, we thank you for providing um, just a means to, to get that news out to people and for raising up people who are willing to pray and be part of this. So again, God, we do it all. It's for your glory, and it's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. So again, thanks, guys, for uh, being part of this. Thank you for liking the videos. Thank you for sharing the videos. Um, if you have any friends who would like to be, who would be willing to, to help pray and continue to, to make uh, people aware of what is happening with the persecuted Christians around the world, invite them to the Facebook play, page. We'll get them signed up and approved. I don't even think they need to be approved. I think you can just invite them and they can join. Um, and just do that. Share If you're watching on YouTube, share the, the video. Hit subscribe. Um, there's other in, uh, content that I do on Sundays. So you can check that out uh, besides the persecuted church stuff. So again, thanks guys for being part of this. Thanks for watching. As always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.